Have you ever looked outside when it's a blizzard and just wanted to go skiing but didn't know what you need or how to do it? Hey, I'm Ty Smith and I'm here to tell you all you need to know about skiing, from the types of runs to what gear you need. The first and most important thing for you to get before you hit the slopes is gear. Having good gear is essential to have and cannot be overrated. It will determine how successful of a skier you are, from a beginner to pro. For example, if you show up to the slopes without a coat on or snow pants or anything, you probably won't have a very good day, and it will probably be very cold for you. But on the other hand, if you show up decked out in your expensive gear and turn out to be a crap skier, a lot of people are going to be thinking some weird things about you. The most important item of gear you need is, of course, skis. There are many different types of skis for many different types of skiing. The best way to pick out your skis is determined by their length and width. For example, a powder ski might be 116 millimeters wide when a groomer ski will be more like 86 millimeters wide. They both are good skis and serve different purposes for different types of skiing. When you start out, I would get a one ski quiver, which would ideally be around 96 millimeters wide. A one ski quiver is nice because it allows you to ski well in many different conditions of snow. I personally ski with a 98mm wide ski for my everyday ski and a 106mm ski for my powder skis. But it's up to you and what works for you is what works for you. A good starting length for beginner skis is that your skis should come around to your nose height. A little shorter or longer won't matter much as you won't notice a difference anyways. But as you get better and improve, you may also want to get powder skis, which you want to be head height for better surface area and flotation. To start out, I would buy an older pair of skis from ski cells or just rent them. The next item of gear you need is your snow clothes. These are obviously very important for you to have in order to have a pleasant experience. Like always, the more you spend, the better the quality. You can drop 650 bucks plus on a top of the line Gore-Tex gear, but all you need to start off is a cheap gear that is available at your local sports stores or even grocery stores. For a coat and snow pants, I would just get what size you are, but for gloves, I would try them on before you buy them. I would also always, always ski with a helmet. It is nice to keep you warm and dry on the slopes, but can also literally save your life. It has prevented many injuries for me every season and there's no reason not to wear one. For example, last season, I was trying 360 on a jump that I haven't done before. I got around to about a 270 and then crashed down. My head went flying right into the ground, right on a hard spot of snow. Without a helmet on, I could have very easily been injured or even had a concussion or even been knocked out. So when you hit the slopes, take the safe route and just always wear a helmet. The last item of gear is poles. Poles play a very important role in your form and progression as a skier by improving your turning and rhythm. When buying poles, flip them upside down and hold them right below the basket. The right length is when your elbow is at 90 degree angle and your hand is right under the basket. I would definitely ski with poles if you want to progress faster as a skier. The second most important thing to know about skiing before hitting the slopes is, well, the basics. Like I said before, there are many different aspects of skiing, all of which need to be understood before actually doing it. If you understand the basics, the rest of the fine-tuned stuff will come a lot faster to you. 
The first and foremost thing you need to know is that there are four different types of runs that you can go on. The first is a green circle, which is a super easy beginner bunny hills type stuff, which you will likely start out on to learn how to ski. These runs are great for first timers, but as you get better, they become super easy and even boring to go down. After the first couple times of skiing, however, I would start trying blue squares, which are your intermediate groomed runs. Almost every lift provides access to these runs and they are fun for people to carve down no matter their skill level. As you progress as a skier and become pretty comfortable with the sport, then you should start to go down black diamonds. These have a big name, but really aren't that hard to do if you're comfortable with the basics of your form and rhythm. These are great runs to shred down once you became a pretty good skier and are fun no matter of the day or conditions. The last and least well-known runs are your double black diamonds. These are almost always hiked to terrains that are very steep and challenging even to the best of skiers. Lots of resorts don't even have these runs because they require lots of avalanche control and most mountains just aren't steep enough to be classified as double black. I wouldn't even think about attempting these till you can easily do black diamonds and are very comfortable with drops and doing tricks off jumps. These runs are a blast to shred down in powder and are my favorite runs to do. Overall, I would start small with greens and blues and then slowly work your way up to black. Then after a couple seasons of skiing, you might want to attempt double black, but just remember to be smart and don't overdo your skill level. Also, don't start off skiing expecting to be super good and do blues and blacks your first time. You won't be able to do it. Just be safe and don't overdo yourself. For example, my cousin thought he was super good at skiing and wanted to go down blues his first run. He started pizzaing down and then soon his ski came off and he slid all the way to the bottom and ended up getting a little hurt. So just stick to your skill level and don't overdo yourself. Another vital thing for you to understand before you start skiing is the basics of form. Form is very important to learn as it basically is and defines your skiing. For example, when you go to the hill, you'll see some skiers that are just shredding, doing perfect carves, ski together. Those are the guys that later in the day you'll see doing backflips, 360s, any tricks, and going down those double black runs. Another example is those people that you can tell have just started skiing. Their skis far apart, slow turning, and slow going down the hill. This, the form, is why these two skiers are set apart as they are. One has good form and therefore is a good skier. The other doesn't have good form and is still learning, which is why they're not such a good skier. Form is what allows you to be a good skier and to ski any terrain. When you first start skiing, you want to do something called a pizza. It's somewhat of a joke among skiers that are good, but it's actually a great first step in becoming a good skier. A pizza is when you spread your legs out and put your weight on both of your inside edges of your ski, with your tips almost touching while your tails are spread out. You want to do this on a bunny hill at first, going straight down the hill. Then as the day goes on, try turning while pizzaing. After a while of getting comfortable turning that way, try to parallel turn with your legs spread out. Parallel turning is when you put your weight on the same edge of both your skis and slow down by turning. Parallel turning is a starting point to becoming a good skier and is very important on the long run. Next, try planting your pole right before you parallel turn. At first, this will seem a little awkward to do and you won't want to ski with poles, but in the end, you'll be very glad you did. 
For example, my little brother, when he was about eight years old, did not want to ski with poles. Every time we'd go skiing, he'd cry and complain, so my parents finally gave up and decided he wouldn't have to ski with poles. A couple years later, when he had skied for a while, decided he wanted to ski with poles. Once he got poles, he decided that his form just wasn't there. His parallel turning was good, but his arc and rhythm was just not there. He had to do a lot more work and catch up, and his cousins, who had been skiing the same amount of time, were ahead of him because they had skied with poles. Because poles give you that rhythm and the right arc of return that will fine-tune your form later on. So just start when you're young and always ski with poles. After doing this for a while, try to plant your pole ahead of your turn and turn in an arc around your pole. This technique is really the essential base layer to fine-tuning your form that will be used later on in things like when you push your legs out during your turn arc and the angle of your body when you turn. The most important aspect of turning is balance. Balance is what will keep you from falling, and without it, you'll find it almost impossible to get past that pizza stage. I would do balance exercises before you go skiing to make sure your legs are strong and that you have good balance. What works for me is doing P90Xs and one-leg squats a couple times a week the month leading up to the ski season. But like I said before, what works for you works for you. This will get you one step ahead of your buddies before you hit the slopes, and I'd highly recommend it. It will dramatically change your form and is very good for your skiing. The last thing I think is important for you to know about is resorts and tickets. There are tons of different resorts that each have a unique terrain and pros and cons. Each resort will contain the three main run types which are blues, greens, and blacks. Some resorts, however, do have double blacks available. Each resort has a different number of chairlifts and runs available. Some resorts have gondolas and trams, which are very nice to access more terrain quicker. For example, me and my family love to go on ski trips every year. Last year, we went to Jackson Hole Resort in Wyoming, which is a very big tor tourist resort that has 13 lifts and an aerial tram that covers a 4,100-foot vertical drop in elevation. It was a very different experience than our local ski resorts because there's lots more lifts and longer runs. The terrain was also very different from our terrain here. There, the peaks were much steeper and there were tons more cliffs on every run compared to our local resorts. Overall, the resort you choose to go to has a big impact on how you ski and your skiing experience. And I would encourage you to try lots of different resorts before finding the one you want to ski at. As far as lift tickets go, there are many different options available. You can just buy a day pass, which are usually $80 to $100 for just one day, or an unlimited season pass that is usually around $350 for a kid and $500 for an adult. You can also buy a 5 or 10 day punch pass that is a little discounted off the day pass price. As for buying equipment and skis, expect to drop $750 through $2,500 on all your essential gear. A good pair of skis is around 400 bucks. I personally spent around $1,000 on my skis just because I wanted the top of the line ones. But as a beginner, it doesn't really matter what skis you have. If you don't want to spend a lot of money just to try out the sport, I would just rent the equipment, which is usually around 100 to 200 bucks a day. In conclusion, skiing is an expensive and complex sport, but is one of the most fun things you will ever and can ever do. Whether you do a couple of chill laps with your family on a groomer day or shred some pow with your buddies on a wideout, skiing, in my opinion, is the best sport out there. It is something that I look forward to the whole summer and is my true passion. 
Even in the winter, all I think about during school is a weekend when I get to go shred with my bros on the slopes. I hope you've learned something valuable from this podcast and that you will someday go out and experience the true joy of skiing for yourself. So when you're sitting in your house this winter, looking out the window to watch a wide-out blizzard, answer the call of Mother Nature and, well, go skiing! The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.